Welcome to Demystifying Aged Care, your insider's guide to navigating the aged care journey. Hello, I'm Graham Mabry and welcome to another episode of Demystifying Aged Care, where we take a close look at what matters most when it comes to ageing and what it means to age well. As we get older, it's natural to want to maintain our independence. We want to be able to pursue our hobbies and interests, to be active and engaged in our community in whichever way suits us, and to spend time with family and friends. And all the while, living in our own home for as long as possible. But sometimes we need a helping hand. So today we talk about living life to the full and ageing happily at home. Deciding to ask for help around the home is a big decision. What services are available? Who do you talk to to find out? How much does it cost? And how do you apply? My guests today are here to answer these questions and more. Duncan Guy is the General Manager Customer Services for Aged Care Provider Baptist Care, one of WA's largest not-for-profit providers of home care services, residential care and retirement living. There probably isn't a question about home care Duncan hasn't come across because for the past few years he's been running free information sessions to take the mystery out of all aspects of aged care. He helps seniors and their families navigate the many options. Duncan, good to have you with us. And we're also joined by Dolly Weaver. Dolly is a Baptist Care Home Care customer and has kindly offered to share with you what our home care has meant to her and to her husband, Kenneth, and the uh, the difference that home care has made in their lives. Dolly, it's good to have you with us as well. But Duncan, I'll start with you. Maintaining independence at home is easier than ever these days, I'm told. What sort of help is available to seniors who want to start living a happy, fulfilled life in their own home? Well, they want to stay living a happy, fulfilled life in their own home for as long as possible. We tend to think of home care as just getting help with chores around the house, such as cleaning and gardening. But is that the case? It's a common assumption that um, home help is just cleaning and gardening, Hmm. Um, but quite often it's much more than that. So initially when you um, have your aged care assessment or otherwise known as an ACAT, um, there is, I guess, an understanding around what challenges you might currently experience at Mm. home and um, with regards to doing some of the things that you used to be able to do. So from there, there will be some recommendations that can be developed with your home care service provider, but they really do extend far beyond just cleaning and gardening. Mm. And some examples could be uh, transport services if you may no longer drive and you may want to go to your local church service every week or to your favourite cafe. It can also extend to things like supports and equipment. So sometimes those stairs leading up to the house can be a little bit more challenging to navigate. And um, we find out ways to make them safer using the home care package funding uh, so that they can you can sort of stay at home with your loved ones in your community as long as possible. Okay, that that in a sense, in essence, as you're saying, it's worked out through your assessment and your interaction with the provider, right? That that that, that you kind of tailor what happens to what your needs are. Correct. Great. I'm glad I got that clear. Now, what about? I guess when you think about home care, there's so many different aspects. So what's taken into consideration in those interactions with uh, with the ACAT people or with your home care provider? 
Yeah, good. Um, our Baptist Care Customer Engagement Consultants essentially visit our customers in their home and discuss what's really important to that customer. And, and sometimes we, we can struggle to find out what's, what is important or less important. And, and it's really around what makes your life meaningful and, those, and, and helping you continue to be able to achieve those meaningful elements of your life. So these meetings really come into play um, discussing what type of life you choose, how mobile you, you would like to be, mm. um, and we can often provide some recommend, recommendations of additional services um, and that we've identified have been of benefit to others and they may very well be of benefit to you. So it's really important to note that the final say is up to the customer. Um, we do collaborate with our customers. It's mm. really important that um, the care plan is meaningful for you and your life. So it depends that, depending on the shape of the customer's life and their interests, that's that will govern what happens. So they're not going to be provided with a service they don't want. Correct. And that's probably a, a substantial change from probably what we've seen in many years gone by that might have people might have had home help where you sort of got assigned a provider and you got assigned a service and that's just what you got given. Um, the big change now, and this is a wonderful change for everyone's livelihood, is to be able to truly have a say in your own care. And so you should. It's your life. Um, you should be able to, to make those decisions. Exactly, yeah. And I know that's central to Baptist Care's approach. With so many, you, you call it demystifying aged care. And as I was about to say, with so many different aspects to this, like, for example, I understand there's um, four different levels of home care packages. How does that work? Yeah, the difference in the package levels is really just the different levels of funding, Graeme. Um, the higher the level, the more funding is made available for support. Um, the allocation is made through the Aged Care Assessment or ACAT um, and essentially that's where the team member will visit you in your home and really get an understanding of all aspects of your life, including your health and your mobility and your well-being. And then from there, depending on the level of support needed, uh, that's when that assigning of a level of home care package comes through and comes into play. Now, that's always what I always say to people is is like a, a photo. So that is that assessment is uh, um, static to the point that it's an observation of a period of time at a moment of time. And your needs may very well change into the future. So quite often your home care package level might start at a lower level, but then continue to progress to higher levels as needed and as you require it over the years. Well, that makes sense. And and I must say, there's a term that I've been hearing coming into this area, into this space that I haven't heard as much before, relationship building. Uh, you hear it more and more when talking about home care services. What sort of changes are we seeing? Where has this come from, relationship building? Listen, it's really about ensuring that um, the person receiving the services is as has that voice and um, that service providers such as Baptist Care are able to really advocate and enable um, people to continue to hold their voice and their opinions as they age. So every customer is so different in their own personal values, Graham, um, and their, their wants and needs. So our approach is really building relationships where the customers feel safe to express themselves and, and tell us about 
what's important to them, and then accordingly how adaptive and flexible that we can be to provide services to customers that support them in the way that they wish. An example of this, when we first talk to and bring on a new customer Mm. to our home care services, there is a part of our process called My Story. And that's essentially where we, we love hearing your story. And that story is about the past. It's about the future. It's about what you used to be able to, what you'd still like to be able to do. So having that focus around your story with the support and advocacy of a customer engagement consultant really gives you the far greater benefit. Okay. Time we well, high time we heard from you, Dolly, because you're on the other side of this. You can speak from the perspective of the customer. You and your husband, Kenneth, have uh, you're both 88. You don't mind us telling everybody that. And you've been married for 66 years, I think in about a week's time. Congratulations. You're determined to continue living at home together for as long as possible. Kenneth, though, lives with dementia and you're his primary carer. Was that a trigger for you applying for home care? Yes, because I realised that um, being a full-time carer is a full-time job and you don't always have that time to do those things for yourself, to care for yourself the way you should. Especially being a carer, you need to be fit and healthy and in the right frame of mind and so that decided us that we would ask for help and um, being a Baptist from the old days I thought well let's try Baptist care so that's where we started and we've been very very happy you've been a, in fact yeah. you've been a Baptist care uh, home care customer for several years now and I'm yeah. delighted to hear how happy you are uh, your support worker joins you two days a week I understand what what sort of things do they help with Well, we have a lass who comes and helps with cleaning, things like that. And, you know, she's been coming for quite a while and we've become friends. And um, she is so lovely with Ken. She listens to his stories. She's able to be natural and chat with him. And she takes him out for his favourite fish and chips meal um, each week. And uh, then we have another lass who comes on a Thursday afternoon and she also has just has a way with Ken. She enjoys his company and he enjoys her company. That gives me time to go and do some of the things that I can't do if I, you know, because I don't always want to leave Ken on his own. Mm. He's never, never wanted to wander, but there may come a day when he will. We can so, hear, yeah, we hear the relationship that you've mentioned there with these carers, and that's a lovely illustration of that relationship building we were talking about. And I, I mentioned earlier, Kenneth lives with dementia. So, how important is it to you that he can stay in the home and the familiar surroundings which he's known for so many years? That is very important to me. I know that I can go and do things and I can feel. Uh, confident that he is in good hands, he's being respected, he's being uh, looked after and I can go and do those things that, as as I say, normally I couldn't do. Yeah, no, I hear that and and I hear that in, in what you're saying too that your 
concern for Kenneth and your appreciation of the respect and care of the those who visit is clear. I want to come back in a moment, Dolly, but first, Duncan, can I just jump get you to jump in here to say on this subject of staying in the home that you know, staying surrounded by the things that you love and the things with which you're familiar and where you're comfortable, isn't that one of the big benefits of home care service and why do you think that is? I mean, for me, I think it's not just seniors. I'd, I'd make the assumption that most individuals um, feel a sense of safety and comfort um, in their own home. And and I think quite often that, that feeling of safety can be underestimated, but also can be a big driver for a lot of our customers. I think if someone feels safe and secure in what's familiar, what's, what's well known, um, it makes them quite often more receptive to change in other areas of life as well. So... With all the changes that do come with the ageing process, I guess having that sense of stability and normalcy underpinned by that feeling of safety and well-being um, really becomes very important. As we get older, Dolly, the family often keeps us pretty busy. And I understand you've got quite a family. Tell us about children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren. What do you have? Well, we have five children. Uh, we have uh, 15 grandchildren living. We did have 16, but one little boy, one little grand boy, grandchild um, was knocked down by a motorbike when he was oh, three. So, so sorry to hear We that. have 15 now, and we have 14 great-grandchildren. Wow. But so th- um, they don't all live close by, so some of them we don't see very often, but we do have some here in Albany with us, and uh, we see them quite often. Yes, I do. And and uh, I, I think you're probably one of Western Australia's busiest seniors because uh, I think you have a part-time job. Well, yes, I work in our community store connected with our church. Okay, you go to uh, the gym? Yes, I go to the Sage Gym over at uh, Albany Community Care Centre that just to help me keep my balance. Yep, and you're a, uh, as you've mentioned, you're an active member of your church. I'm yes. sure you shop, uh, but I, I understand you're a knitter and a cook. Yes, yes I, I'm still cooking our meals, and Ken tells everybody that I'm the best cook in the world, so <laughs> I'll have to on doing that for a long time. <laughs> well, and I think that shows this, what you're saying, Russell, this flexibility that uh, uh, Dolly wants to keep on cooking, Ken enjoys her meals, and so in their home care package, that continues to be the case. Uh, I was, you mentioned that obviously home care helps you do more of what you love, um, and you mentioned too that you can go out with peace of mind, knowing Kenneth is okay. Tell us more about that. Yes, because... You know, we have learned to get to know these people who come into our home and we we trust them and Ken has gotten to know them and he feels comfortable with them. So then I feel comfortable leaving them in his care and I know that he's going to be well looked after. And then that allows me, I can go and maybe catch up with some of my friends and have a coffee with them and a chat which if yep. I took Ken with me, it wouldn't be so such a relaxed atmosphere. It's it recharges one, you. Yeah, it's just wonderful to be able to do that. And, and I guess the other thing that we haven't mentioned is uh, you briefly mentioned it earlier. I'd like you to say more, though. Uh, not only do you get to go out, so does Kenneth. I uh, understand that these carers take him out on some of his favourite outings. Tell us about them. 
Yes, well, it does. And, I mean, he needs to be with other people besides me. I mean, we've been together for so long. What more can we talk about to each other? <laughs> and he needs another sort of stimulation besides what I can give him. And he loves to go out to the wind farm and he loves his fish and chips and he loves to go to Emu Point and watch the ocean. He used to be a, um, a bodyboarder at one time in his life and he used to go down, you know, four or five times a week, but he can't do that anymore. But he does love the ocean. Hmm, that's fantastic and also illustrates better than anything else I can imagine the benefits of this having this support, this home care package that gives both of you much, much better quality of life and maintaining it because we want this to be a marathon, not a sprint. And Duncan, we've heard about peace of mind. Uh, we've heard about lightening the load and we've heard about this enrichment uh, in, uh, in family members uh, in, that comes from home care. Um, is it because family members are quite often the primary caregivers, so they need that support? Oh, absolutely. I mean, um, family members are our community unsung heroes, aren't they? The ones that have, um, through through love and care of their of their family members and spouses and alike, um, have really helped support those individuals remain comfortable and safe in their own homes. So the contribution to not only their families but the greater community is um, is is really something to be, um, you know, celebrated. So the support obviously does come in many forms, and and it can be things like maximising time, for example, as Dolly said, to be able to go out and um, see her friends and do some social um, some you know social activities, and also for her husband. And and whilst you're out doing that, wouldn't it be great to know that your your windows are getting cleaned or your your gutters are, uh, are getting uh, sorted out if there's, uh, you know, rain coming or whatever it may be. So there's a lot of really additional supports that that can come beyond just the, the standard um, that really enhances the life of the people receiving the care and those around them, importantly, as well. See, we, we, we on a previous uh, podcast with your CEO, Russell Bricknell, uh, he talked about his passion that uh, aged care really comes out of the heart of it is individualised care, that the, the importance of each individual. And this seems to be just the perfect illustration of that. Yeah, absolutely. And it's quite often an, an often used term in our industry called person-centred. And, and that's a bit of an industry term. But what does that actually mean? It really means what matters to you. Um, that is the centre of of all of what we're we're talking about from a service provision perspective, and home care packages, and the home support programs, and residential care. That the person should be at the centre, and they should be the ones to be able to make decisions, and they should be able to be the ones that can help guide what's going to be meaningful for them um, as we as we continue on this marathon, as you say. Yes, indeed, and and I I guess Dolly, I want to bring you back in at this stage, and uh, get you to um, well, first of all. Obviously, for you and no doubt Kenneth, your faith has been a really important component. You've mentioned your church a couple of times, and so your care package has been able to accommodate that. It has, definitely, and I often wonder how people without a faith cope in similar situations because it's not an easy road and it can get very stressful at times. And that, and yeah, and Dolly, let me just jump in and say, on that road, what I want you to do is kind of put yourself now in the shoes of other people, based on your journey and based on your experience. If people are 
in the same situation that you once were, if they're thinking about home care, starting to think, gee, maybe this would be helpful for me, what advice would you give them? I'd say grab it with both hands, really. It's an amazing thing and it has made a wonderful difference in our lives. And as far as I'm concerned, I'd plug for Baptist Care any time. I don't know whether I'm supposed to do this, but they have been just wonderful in the, you know, all the services that they've provided and they've always consulted us and, you know, to see if we need anything else and they just check on you regularly and I don't know. I don't think I could manage. I, well, I couldn't manage without it. Really. I'm very much allowed to say that, Dolly. I mean, the aim of these podcasts isn't, uh, it's not to recruit for Baptist Care, but really to try to demystify for everybody. But uh, I wouldn't be presenting them. I donate my time to present because I believe in what they're doing and how they're doing it. And so uh, you just joined and gave me an opportunity to say that too. Uh, Duncan, home care. Home care covers such a wide variety of assistance and making such a difference to seniors living independently, as Dolly and Kenneth show us. Uh, but everything has a cost. <laughs> Who pays? Yeah, good question. And in a previous podcast, I, I referenced um, this financial situation as being unique as one's fingerprint. And I would, and that's what it can make it quite difficult when people say, well, how much is home care going to cost me per se? I would guess that about 80% of our current customers are fully supported by the government. And what that means is we manage the home care package services um, through that funding with actually nothing out of your own pocket per wow. se. Wow. So I would suggest anyone who is unsure to go to the My Aged Care website. Uh, there is an aged care fee estimator on that website, and it's a great tool that will help guide you um, and also suggest um, some links through the Department of Human Services, which is pretty much Centrelink for further advice. Okay, mate. Now, another quick, few quick questions to wrap up. How do you know if you're eligible for home care? So anyone over the age of 65 is eligible to contact My Aged Care and request an assessment. Uh, it depends on the care required as to if a home care package will be assigned. Um, you would receive a letter if you've been placed on the national queue, and then that would state what level of care you can expect. So if you're waiting on the home care package queue, quite often there might be some intermediary care provided, and that can come in the form of what's known as the Commonwealth Home Support Program, or often known in the industry as CHSP. But you start with contacting someone like yourself, obviously, because it's already getting complicated. <laughs> but I hear what you're saying. now. So how and when do you apply? Yes, yeah, so when you feel you need a helping hand with your home, you can call My Aged Care. Um, that's on 1800 200 422. And what you're going to be doing is requesting an ACAT assessment. Now that's the government you're contacting there, Correct. right? Correct. Mm -hmm. That's exactly right. Um, this is something that I have been talking about from, from the very inception of our Demystifying Aged Care Information Seminars um, that we've been holding in the community for a, quite a period of time now is if there's one piece of advice to give you is don't wait. Um, don't wait until it's too late because sometimes we 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 think everything's going to be okay until it's not and when it's not we want an immediate outcome. And unfortunately the way that the funding can sometimes work, the waits can be quite long. 
so that's really the one piece of advice I'd say to people. Please don't wait. If you are noticing that there's elements of yourself or your loved one's life that you th- you really believe aren't quite the same of what we were able to use to mm-hmm. be able to do, mm-hmm. um, how can we go about getting support? Because quite often there can be that wait. Now, when you're saying don't wait, just before we wrap up, step us through the process. How long does it take? What happens once you apply? So the process depends on essentially the care needs. Um, so the ACAT assessment will prioritise your package pretty much based on the urgency of care and your current needs. So that really is on a high, medium or low priority. At the moment, we're seeing packages take upwards of a year to come through for a low to medium type of requirement. If it is a higher priority and if it is more acutely health related, they can come through quicker. And as I mentioned in a previous podcast, you might be assigned, say, a level four, which is the highest level of home care package funding. And you might actually get offered by the, the by My Aged Care a level two package. And that can often happen because the government hasn't been able to release a home care, a level four home care package to you yet. But they're attempting to provide you with some level of support in the form of a lower level. Now, some people might ignore that and just wait for their level four. I would suggest to not ever do that. Um, You do that really at your own peril because you're actually not allowing yourself to get at least some level of care until the assigned package comes through. If you're offered a two, take it. Correct. Now, now Dolly, you were saying that uh, I can hear in this, it's complicated, isn't it? You do need someone to guide you through it. You do, yes, definitely. (laughs) And you're saying Baptist Care did a good job for you. Baptist Care were wonderful, yes, they were. Okay, and they so, are still are. <laughs> and they still are? I'm they glad to hear are. it. So they're not disappearing down the plug hole. That's good to know. But then, Duncan, if people do want to get in, I mean, there are other great providers, but if people have listened to you and they think, no, I, I at least want to check out with somebody other than the government, excellent as their service is, then how do they get in touch? Yeah, so if you wanted to have a look at what other service providers are out there, the myagedcare.gov.au website, you can actually plug in your local suburb and find out which... But what about if people want to talk to you? Oh, right, for sure. Yes, so they can call (laughs) us um, on our 1300 number, um, which we'll we'll have on the notes. And uh, also you can visit our website, which is baptistcare.com.au. There you go. See, now that lovely little segue there, mate, because we are going to pop some information about this on our show notes. Notes. And so anyone who'd like to find out more about home care services can check it out there. And uh, Dolly, you've been a star. Thank you very much uh, for joining us. We really appreciated having you. Duncan, thanks so much for once again providing clear and important information. It's been a real pleasure to spend time with you both. And if you have a question uh, or you want to give us some feedback or raise any issue at all, then don't please check out the show notes, but also get in touch with us. We love to get your emails. The email is podcast at baptistcare, all one word, dot com dot au. Podcast at baptistcare.com.au. If you want to check out the Baptist Care website, it is Duncan. Baptistcare.com.au www.baptistcare.com.au I'm Graham Mabry. I look forward to you tuning in again soon to Demystifying Aged Care. But for now, thank you for your company. Goodbye. God bless. Mm-hmm.